Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey there, guys. Welcome to today's show. We're talking all about training your mind and the importance this has. This is a topic I'm really excited about and really passionate about because I think it's such a neglected area for most people that I get to work with, people I get to talk to. This is an area that keeps coming back as one that will help you physically and help you in so many other areas of your life as well. Most men focus heavily on training for physical improvements in their body and there's nothing wrong with this, but they often neglect how to properly use training as a way to strengthen their mind as well. And with the men I work with in our Men Made for More coaching program, the mental side of training is something that we focus on early and we focus on often. And today we'll talk about how to properly use training to strengthen your mind. And by doing so, you'll, you'll experience better results, not just in your training, but across other areas of your life as well. And it's very common to focus exclusively on the physical benefits of training, and things like putting on muscle, losing fat, uh, training for all the physical benefits, which there are plenty of them. And that's one of the main reasons of training. But in my experience personally, and with all the coaching clients I've gotten to work with, it is the mental side of training where most men are lacking and need improvement on. It's not the physical side of things. It's not the uh, strength. It's not the flexibility. It's not the amount of muscle or fat or any of that. It is the mental side of things. And I know it's easier to just go through the motions and to approach your training thinking to just get through it, to avoid the things that mentally push you. But this is really where the magic happens. And this is something that, like I said, with our coaching clients, we emphasize often, we have what's called comfort zone challenges that have been working in for people uh, once a week to have things that push them outside of their comfort zone. And some of these things are workouts that challenge you in different ways and challenge things that you might not be naturally comfortable or might not, wouldn't necessarily do if you were programming on your own. And these comfort zone challenges are meant mainly for the mental side of things. These are physically hard workouts at times, but they're always things that push you mentally. And they could be short, quick, sprints that we do with them and not, not necessarily even physical sprints, but short, quick style workouts of really trying to push it in a short amount of time, or it could be things that are more longer, let's say grueling type workouts of they're not necessarily 
physically demanding, but they do require a lot of mental grit to get through. And these are things that I started implementing with them after I started implementing them myself because of the mental benefits uh, almost exclusively. Said so there's, there's physical side effects that are beneficial that you will get from this, but it is really the mental benefits that carry over so many other areas of your life. And that's why I started doing them. I didn't want to just get better at training, but I wanted to be more resilient with day-to-day things when situations don't go your way, when you have to work longer than you thought you were going to have to. When these things come up, I wanted to be more mentally resilient in uh, my mindset and my approach to it. And I think training is such a good way to, to do that, to bring some awareness to it and to really train and address that. And I found that with a lot of the clients that I coach as well. And that's why it's something that I'm passionate about. So how do you use training to strengthen your mind? I'm going to talk about 10 ways to use your training program, your physical training program to strengthen your mind. And the first one is to be present. And I think this one's so important. And I I list this one first because I find so often that people go to train and they find ways to disconnect themselves. They find ways to listen to music. They find ways to watch TV if they're on a cardio device. They find ways to just be thinking about their day or thinking about other things. Being present and being mindful in your training is one of the best ways to train your mind. And I think that's important because I think a lot of people think, oh, you want to train your mind or strengthen your mind. You have to just push yourself and grind it out and always work harder. And I don't think that's the only way to do it. I think that is a piece of it but I don't think that's the only way. I think being present and being mindful of what you're doing, being in the moment is one of the best ways to strengthen your mind. It'll teach you to not let your mind drift because that carries over to other things like your relationships, your communication, your conversations, how you show up at work, how you show up at home. All these things can be trained in a setting like the weight room. And it's not like they can't be trained anywhere. You can practice mindfulness and practice being present at any point in time throughout the day. I'm not saying training is the only way to do it, but training is a very effective way to work on some of these things because it does connect the physical to the mental side of things. Point number two, don't skip reps. This is something that if you, um, unless you have to, because you you chose way too heavy a weight or something came up, but you should still go and finish the set with the proper amount of reps. If you're in a group training workout, don't, uh, unless you lose count, like I tend to sometimes, uh, don't skip any reps on purpose. Don't leave any reps in the tank. And especially if you're supposed to do 40, make sure you do 40. I always try and add one rep on even to uh, take it a step further. If I do lose count, I'll start over or start lower than I thought I was at to make sure that I'm, if anything, you're doing more versus doing less. And again, this is not, I'm not addressing the physical side of things here. I'm not saying that you always need to do more because I also talk about overtraining and I even, if you listen to the podcast earlier this week, had one on doing less but better. So actually doing less work. So I'm not a proponent for always just pushing more reps, but make sure that you're finishing what you set out to do. Third point, don't skimp on quality of movement. This this takes a lot of discipline. And that's, that's why I love this one because it goes right along with the last one of don't skip reps. If you're supposed to do 10 reps of something, finish 10 reps of something, but not at the expense of the quality of your movement. You're not doing these reps just to get through them, not doing them just to grind through them. You want to make sure the quality is good, your form's good, that you're moving in a way that's purposeful, that's good for your body, that's working the right areas, and that takes a lot of discipline. 
And I don't think I need to go into all the ways that discipline will help you in other areas of your life, but having that discipline to do the amount of reps and do them with high quality are two ways to uh, really train and strengthen your mind in that way. Point number four, work out with a partner sometimes uh, or work out in a group, especially take advantage of some of the group classes out there. These are great ways to push yourself beyond what you might either think possible or what you would normally do in a normal training session. So when you work out with a partner, especially someone who's going to push you a little bit or a group that's going to push you, this forces you to find out more about yourself and find out more about what you're capable of and that you can actually push it more. And if you can push it more in a group setting, you can push it more on your own. And that's something that is a good learning process and a good way to start to learn those things. Now, the following point along with that is completely opposite. Sometimes work out alone. And if you're always in a group class, if you're always relying on working out with a partner, then you want to try working out alone because that's going to challenge you in a different way mentally if you don't have the uh, the energy, you don't have the, the people around you pushing you or screaming at you, yelling at you, and you have to find that from within. So if you're used to working out in a group, work out alone and vice versa. If you're used to working out alone, use a partner group sometimes to uh, to help improve that ability to push yourself. Next point, work out without music. And before I go deeper into this point, I'm not saying this is all the time, but I am saying use these strategies as ways to challenge yourself. If you're used to working out with music, try working out without any music. Try just being silent and and be aware. Go back to being present about what you're doing. Work out without music to challenge yourself to not have to rely on upbeat or motivational music to get you to the state you want to be in. See if you can build that state up from within. Next point, implement workouts that push you outside your comfort zone. This is exactly what I was talking about when it comes to our comfort zone challenges that I do with the coaching clients I work with. And these are things that push you to do either new movements or a new style of exercise or uh, the the variables are not important, but it should be something that gets you outside of where you're normally comfortable at. If you're only doing weight training during the week and you're a weightlifter, then that could be something involving some cardio. If you're only into running, it might be something that involves a little bit of weights and it could be a combination of both those. It could be if you're always doing shorter, quick workouts, it could be doing a, a longer workout throughout the week that forces you to be moving more often and you can flip that same scenario around in the other way as well. So find those workouts that push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Next, occasionally train in less than optimal situations. This was a big one for me personally. I grew up around the around the gym and through high school and, and beyond and spent a lot of time in the gym and everything always had to be just right. It was a very controlled environment. You can, you're using a barbell often, so it's a very predictable piece of equipment, but that can cause you to get mentally weak, mentally complacent a little bit when it comes time to what happens when you don't have the available equipment, what happens when you don't get the best barbell. I see this a lot in the CrossFit gym. People have certain pieces of equipment or things that they like or platforms or shoes or different things. And by training in different, by using different equipment in different settings at different times of the day, uh, in different temperatures, hot, cold, uh, with different amounts of, of warm up. There's, there's so many ways you can train in less than optimal situations. And this doesn't mean be reckless. This doesn't mean don't go warm up and go 
try and max out your squat. I'm not saying that, but I am saying shift things around a little bit so that it shakes it up just enough to get you out of your routine a little bit and gets you uh, doing what you're not maybe accustomed to doing because that forces your mind to be able to work through that and develop a mindset that says, Hey, it's all going to be okay. Even though I didn't get the exact warm up I wanted, even though I didn't get the exact piece of equipment or it didn't, I didn't do it in the order that I originally set out to because someone was on another piece of equipment, take those things in stride and roll with them. A couple more points here. Next point, go all out every once in a while. And this isn't every part of our comfort zone challenges we do, but there are some where we ask people to go all out. And this can be short and quick. This can be longer, but every once in a while, max out on something and test it out. If you have experience doing that with things like weightlifting, then go for it. But if you don't have experience in things like weightlifting, or if you haven't been running a lot, there's ways to do this that are low, uh, low skill in terms of that you don't need to have a lot of the right technique or anything that are things like pushing a prowler sled, getting on a assault bike, a rower has a little bit of technique, but, but things like that can be ways to not risk hurting yourself, but still push yourself to the max and do it in a safer way. And this can be different person to person for some people. They do it once a week for some people, once a month for some people, once a quarter, just make sure you have it in your routine to be going out all out every once in a while. Last piece, keep yourself accountable, whether that's with yourself, whether you're recording your workouts, which would recommend if you're logging it into some kind of software, which we use with our coaching clients to track progress, make sure you're keeping yourself accountable. And another cool piece about doing group stuff and for the workouts that have set up in the past where I let coaching clients kind of compete against each other in a friendly way, uh, those are cool ways to hold yourself accountable because you know someone else is doing the same workout at the same time. And if you're a competitive person, that's going to drive you to push yourself and keep yourself accountable to make sure that you're not uh, skipping any of those areas. But that doesn't have to be in a group that can be on your own. Make sure that you know uh, if you're making progress. And that can be through repeating the same workouts. There's nothing wrong with that. Doing that maybe once a month or once a quarter again, have a benchmark workout that works for you that you can use to keep yourself accountable. That could be testing your all out one mile or 5k time. That could be different. There's plenty of other workouts out there that would work uh, for that as well. So those are the 10 points that I had for you guys in terms of how to help train in a way that strengthens your mind. Because like I mentioned earlier, training is one of the best ways I've found to strengthen not just the physical side of things, but the mind as well. And by neglecting to train your mind and strengthen yourself mentally, you'll never get the results you're hoping for. And this is not just in your training, but this is across other areas of your life. And that's what I wanted to keep, bring, um, keep bringing it back during this because the other areas of your life and the way it translates over in those areas is to me more important than how it translates over simply in the gym or when you're out running or doing whatever activity you enjoy. And imagine being mentally tougher and more resilient to whatever your training and your life throws your way. And this is all possible by implementing some of these strategies to train and strengthen your mind. If you are looking for more specific guidance as it relates to your training, join other men that are pushing themselves outside their comfort zone and getting their physical and mental edge back to reach high levels of performance inside and outside the gym. 
And this is a heavy emphasis in our Men Made for More coaching program. If you're interested in learning more about it, head to the link in the show notes to get some more info on it and set up a free strategy session with myself if you want to talk more about your goals and if this might be a good fit for you. Either way, guys, thanks so much for listening in and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made for More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.